Happy Friday. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne, and this is Things You Might Have Heard for today. And what we'll give for you in a few moments are the top in yesterday's information, politics, current events, and pop culture. And yes, we have a lot of things that happened today and a few things that pushed a lot of things out of the way. So we'll have to explain a lot of that today. But we like to think of ourselves as your news side piece, your go-to source for supplemental news in the mainstream and in conventional. We have a good mix of stuff, and that's why I do this because I don't really like the mix of news that you see out there. Last night, big story. Donald Trump took over everything. So all the news stories, all the news programs that had their things on had the same guys on, but had them talking about different things. Stephen A. Smith was going to talk about basketball and talked about Donald Trump last night. So everyone's talking about it. So we'll talk about it for a bit as well. But we'll also have seven other stories that are in the vein of things you want to talk about. And we'll explain how that happened towards the end of the broadcast. Actually, the middle. There's some things that goes on at the end of it. So let's get into that one. Today happens to be uh, Friday, the 9th of June, 2023. Make sure you stop by our website. This is conversationproject.com, our main website. And you can find out more about what we do every single day. Literally, we post uh, content six days a week and uh, do some fun stuff on Sunday as well. So make sure you find out about that and more ways you can kind of be involved with what's going on, including, as we will explain, the whole thing about the feeds. Right now, story number one is story number one, and it goes something like this. Donald Trump indicted for a second time in classified documents investigation. The second time a, pre, uh, a former president has been, or the first time a former president has been indicted, of course, the first time he was indicted, he was um, still the president, I, I guess, technically. Uh, but the second time he's been indicted, and this is historic, and what we're seeing right now is these are federal charges. So the last case he was up, that was the E. Jean Carroll um wrongful sex act case, if you will, uh, was not on federal court. That was in New York court, city court, and or, or state court, if you will. This one's on federal case, so it's going to be held a whole lot differently. This is dealing with the documents that are at his homes, some in Mar-a-Lago, some up in Bedminster, various golf courses with various classified documents that were held on to because Donald Trump leaves the Presidential Records Act means the president gets to take his records where he wants to. And that's literally not even close to what it means. Federal prosecutors have dropped the indictments on seven counts. We don't know them yet, but um, we know about this because President Trump told us in Truth Social that the folks are at him again. Another witch hunt, another political outing, another shot at trying to take him down. He will fight, 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 fight. I have not seen any uh, emails in my spammy email for um, the, the Republican Party yet, but I'm pretty sure he's already fundraising on this case right here because it takes money to fight these things, and you can do that as a president or as a, just a grifter. We will see how this one comes down because it looks like he'll be in court on Tuesday appearing in Florida, and this is going to be a wild ride for all of us. Another wild ride for us popping up a few days ago was Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson's Twitter launch clocks tens of millions of views, but far, far lower actual engagement. We teased this story yesterday as the Twitter launch of Tucker on Twitter happened on Wednesday, and then Thursday morning, we had a chance to kind of you know deal with it. And now this Friday, we're talking bigger about this, although this would have been much bigger news had the Trump thing not happened. So the first episode of Tucker Carlson's new show, which is called Tucker on Twitter, has been seen by at least 29 million people, according to Twitter and their view count. Actual engagement? Eh, I can tell you from experience, I get a good number of views. The engagement's what really makes it happen, and eh. So views are basically anytime somebody sort of scrolls over it or kind of finds the things. And the view is like could be anywhere from like five seconds in some cases. 
In fact, Facebook got sued for their upping on their views by turning it to something like like three or four seconds of of, a, of, of watching something and scroll counted as a view. So say, yes, you got a view, but uh, only it had to be at least 10, 15 seconds for them to get monetized on it, things like that. Uh, so it's all about the view. And since these aren't the ladies on ABC, this is the little view of the show. Whether this thing will be a hit or not, we shall find out. I barely noticed it until the article came out that a lot of people saw it via views. But apparently not much engagement in what's going on. In fact, no real commentary on the actual commentary has been given that I have seen of note. This next story took us a couple days to get into. We posted this on the far end of the, the week. And so it's been basically sitting in the queue for a while. And as we came on stories, it stuck around. Jenna Ortega says Wednesday season two will ditch romance and go darker. Now, we, it was pretty heavy yesterday. We chose not to put it out there. Still pretty good today. So we put it out there for the day to get us into the weekend. Something a little lighter to kind of help us end the week. Here is the deets from uh, that article coming from Decider. So it's more bloggy than an article. Uh, but what we know about this is that um, Jenna Ortega gave an inter uh, interview with some updates on the season two for Netflix series Wednesday, uh, saying they're going to cut away from some of the romancy stuff, cut away from, from some of that stuff, some of the, 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 and go darker. So it's going to be a little less young adult and a lot more young adult at the same time as it goes into the darker, more sinister, more scary, spooky aspects of Wednesday Adams, as opposed to the sort of teen love interest that you do with these sort of shows. I will say Wednesday was a show that I did not stick around with. My wife, my daughter, it was, it was supposed to be like a, a, a weekday, a weekend affair, a week, weekly affair, weekly affair where we'd watch this together. And somehow I got busy. So they kept watching Wednesday to finish it out. Uh, it just, um, it wasn't, it was fine. It just wasn't all the hypey stuff that was trying to be in the, and the dances and stuff. Wasn't really into it. As a person who, of course, has not given up on Nancy Drew, which is a totally trash, it kind of seems kind of weird, but Wednesday was not quite up there in must-see TV watching for me. We will see how season two goes when I get catched up, caught up in season one and see if I can keep up with the ladies on this as a weekly ritual. Now, here's something that kind of got me because... I was born in 1974, and I'm actually a history buff. If you watch this thing more than, than once, you realize at the end of the show, we have things that happen in history, things that give you context, things that tell you how things happen, because as they say, people who don't know their history are doomed to repeat it. History doesn't, um, doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes, things like that. Here's the headline, and I must say, this came from Daily Cause, so it is pretty much a dig. Here's the headline. Marjorie Taylor Greene says because she was born in 1974, she doesn't know history before 1974. I'm going to just let that sit right there. I'm not even going to go into the, 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 the blog post or article. If you want to see what she actually said and how this thing got framed in this thing, you can go look it up, um, look in our, our description and click the link for this headline and read it for yourself or do some research on Marjorie Taylor Greene. I have been extremely vocal, as many people kind of are, on the fact that Marjorie Taylor Greene doesn't seem like she's really qualified to be in charge of anything, let alone be in charge of our government, because she doesn't seem to know very much. She opens her mouth and says things that are basically randomish uh, podcast stuff uh, that doesn't come for anything that may sound like something you have in one of those drunken 2 a.m. discussions that for some reason she actually remembered that stuff and not the actual important stuff and is, is repeating that stuff back. It's mostly lies and innuendo and just plain, I'll say this really, really loud for those in the back, stupidity. And with that, she proves it by this. Now, maybe this is a dig that's a little too harsh and you can take that into account, but 
this statement itself essentially tells you all you need to know about Miss MTG and why people like Miss MTG are kind of dangerous. Now, let's go business. Kind of. GameStop shares plummet after fifth CEO exit in five years. That's kind of bad. Now, the stocks fell about 19% on Thursday, uh, set for the worst session in about two years after the surprise exit of the CEO, who was handpicked to lead the expansion that people really were running to. Fans thought this was going to be the thing that brought GameStop back into a prominent business, like someplace to go, not just a meme stock because it was cheap that you can send up and kind of throw off the markets. This was a way to get the actual store that people love to go to, to a actual set of stores that people will love to go to again and will shop from. Fifth CEO in five years means you got some problems and GameStop has some problems. We will see what I don't own GameStop, so I don't have an issue with this one in my portfolio. But uh, this is one on a day that was kind of a weirdy, weirder day on the markets. This was a really bad thing for the Thursday and for this Friday. We shall see how it goes going forward. No new um, idea who's going to run the ship, whether it's going to be temporary or for a longer period of time. But GameStop shares are down for the moment, as they should be, because the company has issues and as speculation is because five CEOs in five years. Speaking of bad leadership, let's go to the next story, which is CNN communications execs fired after Chris Lick's profile on the Atlantic, in the Atlantic. So you saw the big profile in the Atlantic. That was Chris Lick and the kind of inside scoop he gave on a couple days in CNN, where it just basically looked really bad. That article was a, you know, a child, if you will, a, a, a passion project, as some people said, for Chris Lick. And because of that and just bad things going around, the bad light put out there, he was removed from his slot. He left immediately, as Per said yesterday or day before in their conference call, leaving with him as well, his two PR execs. And now whether they actually push for this, which it sounds like they did not, or whether they push for him in general, which it sounds like they were kind of on the fence for, they also got canned when Chris Litt got canned, which sort of happens, you know, when, when you bring in your people, he brought them in. So you bring in your people, your people kind of get tossed out with you. That happens unless they can really, really kind of sink in that they're kind of important what they do. PR executives, not that they're not, not important, can be sort of replaced fairly simply. In fact, I'm available. If CNN wants to hire me to go to New York or Atlanta, Hudson Yards, I'm down for it. I will brave the smoke infested uh, air of New York City to be a PR exec for CNN. You got me there. I'll take that. Give me a call. Shoot me up an email. We'll make that happen. Let's make let's make connections, folks. Making a connection? Bill Murray and Khalees. Bill Murray, 72, dating milkshake singer, chef. She's a chef. Uh, Khalees, 43 years old. I didn't see that in, in the headline. Wow, she's a chef. So sources say that the pair have been snuggling up together for a while uh, since meeting a little while back. Uh, both seen at the same hotel, have common bonds due to the recent uh, uh, bereavements in the family. And so there's a lot of things going on. So because of that, that's what we're putting together. A lot of people jumping on the Bill Murray Khalees bandwagon because it just seems so cute. Bill Murray, although he has some issues with some people he's worked with in movies, is sort of one of the OGs of cool guys that people want to meet out there in the streets of, of famous folks. And Khalees uh, still, yes, getting it done many, many years after the milkshake milkshakes. So, as we're talking about Al Pacino having babies at 80, and also we had talking about um, Robert De Niro having babies at 70, we're not quite talking Bill Murray having babies with Khalees, but we are talking something that's kind of cute to get us into the weekend.
not so cute to get us in the weekend because we've been short on OnlyFans content lately. Let's do one more thing just to weird you out to get you started for your Saturday or your Friday technically, but your weekend to go into. Cult-like San Francisco company execs charged for allegedly coercing members into sex with investors. Number one, ew. Number two, probably, probably really bad, which it seemed like. Number three, ew. Nicole DeLong, De, or Daydun, I should say, that's it's actually spelled, and Rachel Churwitz were indicted on forced labor conspiracy charges for leading a scheme that purported to offer wellness and empowerment, but in reality, uh, control the lives of their employees and members. Um, One Taste, that's the actual company, was founded in San Francisco in 2005 and had members practice what is called orgasmic meditation or OMGing. Yes, OMing. OMing. The company offered in person OM retreats and training, which is about $525 for three sessions. Not a bad price. Selling products and things like that, such as One Stroke Lube. I think you see where we're going with this. Essentially, the employees were sort of um, sleeping with the, with the investors and the coercing the investors to, hey, why don't you hang out with this person who will show yourself and stuff like that. Doing the dirty and making dirty business even more dirtier. There you go. Hopefully that won't ruin your week. But as I said, we've been short on OnlyFans content, so I've got to get the numbers up somehow. And this one popped up. This was just so weird. It was like, you. Let's see what happens. You guys happen to find this one fairly conversational. Let's talk about something we can talk about come Monday. On Monday, we're going to give you 10 stories in this update, 10 from the top 30 stories of the weekend. We get about 30 stories a day. And so over the weekend, plus a few hours in Monday, that will be a whole lot of stories. So we give you more leeway to get into things. And this is a story that if it lasts a weekend, we may chat it up with y'all. And you can do that by going to our feeds. Facebook.com slash this is the conversation project and Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation. Also go to our website. And you'll see more details on getting into some things. If you think this is conversational, you just read the story and then engage in the actual article. Like it, love it, hate it, share it. The more engagement story gets, that's how it gets up in the rankings. Today, we gave you eight stories that were engaging from the top 15. As I said on Monday, it'll be 10 stories from the 30 top engaging stories from the entire weekend. And will we talk about... Anna Sorokin, or Anna Delvey, who was under house arrest, but the fake heiress now launching a podcast to rehab her public image. She does not have any money like the Saudis to um, buy a golf tour, but she is out there doing a podcast talking about whatever the hell it is she's talking about. I have no interest in her and her podcast because she's just sort of a silly little person. However, comma, you people tend to attend, care about these type of things. And some people tend to care about these type of things. And there is a bunch of articles written about her doing this because people need to put things in the news and care about things. No, Donald Trump news graciously pushed everything out of the way. So there was no way in hell this was covered last night in Anderson Cooper. But we're covering it here. And will we cover it on Monday in a deeper detail? You literally tell me. Go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and tell me, tell me, tell me what we're talking about, especially if we're talking about that one right there. We're also going to talk about Flowers Fast. You have no choice on this one. Flowers Fast is a way to get yourself taken care of. Now, Father's Day is next weekend. Your dad would probably love some flowers. He'd love something. So if you can't think of anything, 
Flowers Fast can take care of you. They have not just flowers. They are connected to the FTD network of florists. So those florists have other things going on. They have, you know, boxes of candy and meats and stuff like that you can send. And you can do it uh, pretty fast. Now, if you're looking for something that's same day, if you go early in the day, you can probably take care of it on that day. Now, Father's Day is on a Sunday, so I suggest you do this some more um, Tuesday or Wednesday so you have time to get this thing done. But Flowers Fast can take care of you in a jiffy for whatever it is going on. If you need flowers to an occasion, check them out at Flowers Fast. Keep this in your pocket for those times when you might need to have a get-out-of-jail-free card or just get something to your dad early so you don't forget. We already sent our gift to, to dad and grandpa, so he's got his stuff on the way. So we're taken care of, but if you're not, Flowers Fast can and maybe be your taking care of other not grammatically correct but that's what i just said this is a conversation project.com slash flowers fast this is a conversation project.com slash flowers fast one more time with feeling this is a conversation project.com slash flowers fast and get your flowers to them as fast as possible take care of yourself keep this one in your back pocket for uh rainy days and remember you can stop by our sponsors page at our website and see many of our other sponsors but remember this guy they're going to take good care of you. We need good, good taking care of, ofness. Not a real word. Let's talk about the Conversation Project for a quick moment here. The Conversation Project lives online at this is a conversationproject.com. You can find more details about what we do. We have this thing here five days a week in various forms. This is, of course, things you might not have heard. Well, on the weekend, tomorrow, we will give you the weekly wrap up, which are the top 10 stories per the numbers of the week, Monday through Monday ish friday through friday basically and then we'll also give you a bit of commentary on one of those stories one story that kind of catches my attention on the story of the week and then we'll do some fun things on tiktok as well i guess uh we have a lot of stuff prepared for the next week with uh, mr trump because uh, he's going to be big news all week forever because he's running for president so prepare to see lots of things on those things Stop by and see other things we do. Stop by our sponsors. Stop by uh, some of the, the things behind the scenes that we're going on. And if you deem what we're doing fairly good, fairly good, we need a little help on that stuff. Go to our partnerships page at our website and see if there's a way that you can partner up with us to help us out. We have ways for direct donations via things like Venmo, PayPal, and Cash App. They may not be all that you know secure. But we'll take the money any way we can get it. Also, there is Buy Me a Coffee, which we use for our subscription service. And you'll start seeing more stuff. I've got some some nice little chattel coming in that we're going to give out for people at various levels. So we'll have some, you know, T-shirts and books and um, pins and stickers and things like that. You know, things you overpay for at your pledge drive for your um, for your um, PBS stuff. We, you can do the same thing with us coming up very soon. Check us out at the website. This is a conversationproject.com. Stop by the partnerships page, the sponsors page. Stop by and find out more about the feeds and follow us on TikTok. The link's there as well. We have done all the newsy stuff and now we're doing the fun stuff. And we're going to have some, some play around some stuff. We're going to see how well we do this fun stuff going forward. We may have some changes in, in, in the format. May make it pithier. What do you think about that? But right now, let's get into that fun stuff, starting off with things you might not have known with some birthdays for the day. Starting off with Michael J. Fox, who I actually wanted to put in the headlines for the day because Michael J. Fox in the news a lot, talking about his life with Parkinson's, how he survived. And he didn't expect to get to 62 years old today, but he did. And we're very kind of happy about that. Now, Michael J. Fox, we wish we had more from him in the way of more newer type um, media stuff because he's a great actor, funny, funny guy, very engaging folk. 
uh, but we're celebrating his life right now and as much life we have with him at 62 years old on the day. Gloria Rubin, who always gets some love in this one, uh, another one of my soon-to-be ex-wives, uh, 59 years old on the day, known essentially from ER, which may be way, way back in the day at this point, uh, still uh, showing up in various movies, a lot of you know the, the TV movies, Lifetime type stuff, but Gloria Rubin, we're giving her some much love deserved on this day at 59 years old today. And Natalie Portman, who we talked about earlier this week uh, with the radio station and the countdown clock and went for her, her turn 18 because when she was 11, they wanted to sleep with her because white dudes are crazy. 42 years old, actually, on this day. So you can actually maybe hook up with her, especially since she's having some marital issues. But that's not between... That's not not my deal. That's 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 on you and your weird freakiness. We're happy that she's doing great movies and stuff. 42 years old on the day. Please don't bother her because you're kind of weird. Let's move on to history. This day, way, way back for the 9th of June, in 1909, Alice Holer Ramsey, a 22-year-old housewife and mother from Hackensack, New Jersey, became the first woman to drive across the United States back in 1909 with three female companions, but none of whom could drive a car for 59 days, she drove a Maxwell automobile from of uh, 3,800 miles from Manhattan, New York, to San Francisco, California. This, of course, will come back into play literally in about 90 seconds, so bear with us. But this happened on the first day. The first woman to navigate the nation in a car happened on this day in 1909. 1980, comedian Richard Pryor suffered near-fatal burns at his home when a mixture of free-based cocaine exploded. This turned into a very serious, dire event for his life and sort of a weird comeback for his career as this was uh, essentially uh, a bit that turned into big skit. If you remember the live from Sunset Strip, um, I guess it was a movie at the time. I saw it because we had the videotape at home uh, where people talking about the, the Richard Pryor jokes and like a match and say, what's this? Richard Pryor running down the street. Uh, if you remember that stuff, that was um, a, re, a, a renaissance to Richard Pryor's career after he had some serious issues uh, going into this incident. And uh, we definitely miss him as well. Oh, that first uh, thing about the car going across the nation. This one happened in 2011 in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Six women were arrested for practicing driving in an empty car lot. So there's your nuance. A uh, hundred years difference, and of course, two different nations, and you can see the point. USA, USA, USA. On this June the 9th, we were really short on things from the service on things to celebrate, and I really wanted to kind of go through and look for some other things. However, time got in the way. It was a pretty busy week this week, and you know, um, and we'll give you updates on tornado fixing and how we have to now kick a family of raccoons who are, who are now um, squatting in the house. Uh, but we're going to just go forward with Donald Duck Day. Today is the birthday of the duck that wears no pants, Donald Duck. June 9th, we celebrate Donald Duck Day. It's his birthday. Love you some Donald Duck. I will not do a Donald Duck impression. We're not We're not going there today. But go out there and give some love. Give some dap. And wonder why he doesn't wear pants. But Mickey does. On Donald Duck Day. Because there are reasons. We will not go deep into detail for those. But. One more thing you might not have heard. If you're a manager. Make sure you are on your workers. 2.55 p.m. today. Let me rephrase that, so hopefully I'll actually edit it properly. One more thing you might have heard. 
If you're a manager, make sure you're on your workers at 2.55 p.m. today. That time may be confirmed as the least productive time of the day. The survey in the UK of more than 400 workers wanted to know what they consider to be the least productive time in their workday. According to researchers, 2.55 p.m. was the clear winner, theorizing that it's right around the time folks hit an after-lunch low and start setting aside work for social media. Other responders said at 2.55 p.m. was about the time they started thinking about what they wanted to do that evening. So if you are a manager, you're in charge of folks, set an alarm for 2.54. So at 2.55, you can call your employees and say, what the hell are you up to? Because you're probably not working. There you go. And there you go for the week. We are done with things you might have heard for the week today. It's not Thursday. We've got, we didn't fix that Chiron. So it's actually Friday, June the 8th. So we'll go ahead and take that down. It's Friday, June the 9th. And just get into the wrap-up for the wrap-up. Thank you so much for being a part of us this week. It's been an interesting week. We tried some things that didn't work. We tried some things that may have worked. And we're looking at some things to do in the works to, to improve what we have going here. We love your feedback. We love all the comments. A lot of good comments popping up on the YouTube lately. So thank you for that. Watch this thing as a replay on YouTube if you're missing it in the live part or listen to the podcast that comes out after I do some editing and tweak that out there. The newsletter will be launched as I'm talking live in about three minutes with the links to the videos and things so you can see things as well and straight up links to all the stories to get into it. Uh, coming up this weekend, we have the weekly wrap up, the top 10 stories. I have no idea what they are. I don't work on it until after I do this one. So I have no idea what stories are in the lead right now. And with that, I also don't know what the story of the week will be until sometime middle day today or, or early tomorrow when I get a chance to record it. So join us for that in the weekend, uh, podcast versions of that, no video versions at the moment. We may put a video that's, uh, you know, a motion graphic, but we'll worry about that one a little bit later. In the meantime, make sure you are staying hydrated. Staying limber and on task for all of the great things we enjoy having you around for. It's been a great week. You know, despite struggles and strife, it's been an awesome week. And if you're in a day where it took me like an hour to get on the air because of what happened with, with technology. This is a blessing. I'm glad to get a chance to do because, you know, I like better news. Hopefully you like the news we're giving you. And if you do, you can check out the partnerships page and go on that one. This is done for the sales stuff. Done for the yakety yak. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne. Thank you so much for just being you. We're going to do this again come Monday, this form. Make sure you stop by on the weekend for the podcast and see how the week wrapped out.